It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Yesterday we were talking about electric cars and... Some messages about the whole drive to get us into electric cars. You know, can they get a million electric cars on the road? Can they convince us all to convert to electric cars? And a few people were saying, look, electric car, one or two people from the motor trade calling in to say, look, the electric cars aren't all they're cracked up to be. Uh, They themselves have a massive carbon footprint. And sales really aren't as huge as those promoting electric cars would like you to believe. And we had a few people responding to that. One of them being Owen. And Owen, you worked in the car trade for a few years. You you would describe yourself as a as a petrol head, but you also drive an electric car and have done for a number of years. But you wanted to address a few points that they're not all they're cracked up to be. Morning. Morning, PJ. Um, I, I'm going to answer the question quickly and then add a bit of context. Um, I think it's false. Um, and just to call out, I'm not an expert here. I did work in the motor trade for 10 years. Um, that was both working in dealerships myself, but that's over 10 years ago too. So I'm coming uh, at this as somebody who's really just been driving an EV for four years, someone who's still a huge petrol head for balance. Um, I have my motorbikes. I have my big, stupid three-litre petrol car that costs 1,600 euros a year to tax. And I'm not saying everybody needs to buy an EV tomorrow. I'm just conscious that there is quite a lot of misinformation out there about them. And what you've touched on there is probably, um, I guess, two of the biggest myths that are out there, the sustainability and the greenness, right? Um, So the sustainability one came about when really Volvo did a report back in 2021 that made some pretty crazy claims about how long it would take an EV um, to, I guess, drive itself green, to claw back the emissions used in building it, the mining for the materials, yeah. all of that stuff. And it was way off. The moving of stuff around the world to come to where the car is being made, all that. Exactly. Um, and, and, and it was way off because it was, you know, it was making those claims, but it was, um, it was also forgetting that you still move an awful lot of stuff around the world to make a petrol or a diesel car. Um, you're just moving additional materials in terms of batteries. So that report got debunked a million times over. The University of Eindhoven looked at the Volvo study, um, did some actual maths around the claims, and it turns out that most EVs will probably drive themselves green in about 17,000 miles, uh, or give or take, somewhere between six to nine months. Really? Yeah, it's a lot less than people think, but the damage was done. The report got published. People latched onto it, including Rowan Atkinson, who repeated it in the Sunday Times. Mr. Mr. Bean? 
Mr. Bean, yeah. He's moved on from the Mini. He is a big petrol head, of course. He's a big car fan. Huge petrol head. Um, he's got McLaren F1s. Um, he does motor sport racing. Um, he's, you know, a lot of people would look at him and say he's an authority on it. But sadly, he picked up on this report and quite a lot of motoring journalists took him to task over it. Um, so do EVs have to line uh, to mine rather a lot of um, materials? They, they do. Um, but a lot of people don't realize when you're making petrol and you're making diesel, you still have to mine a lot of materials even for that. And that actually includes even cobalt. Mm. Everybody talks about cobalt for car batteries, um, but when you put cobalt into, let's say, an EV, it's mined once, and then it's used over and over and over and over again because you're recharging your car. Um, in a combustion car, you know, you use these min- minerals to, to refine your petrol and your diesel, and then you burn them, and they're gone. They're heavy. Another comment came in yesterday, and someone who said, I'm involved in the motor trade. They consume a lot of C2 in making them. You've dealt with that one. They're difficult to scrap. Disposing of the batteries is a nightmare, and their weight is a problem for car parks. I guess I'm not an architect, and an architect could probably speak better to car parks, but um, some EVs are are heavy, um, and some are the same as a family car that you would have today. Um, there's very, very heavy petrol and diesel cars out there today. You know, we talk about, and you've talked about people wanting to ban SUVs for being heavy. Hmm. Um, and the car parks don't seem to have collapsed under the weight of those just yet. Um, and EVs are heavy, but I think if you were to put cars on weighing scales, there's not a crazy amount of difference between what's on the market today at the upper end of the weight scale and what EVs are bringing in. Is it true that the, the service sector is nervous because of the low level of maintenance that a, that a well-run EV needs? Well, I, I was in sales myself, but um, I, I obviously would have worked closely with the lads in service and so on. Um, I, I don't think they're nervous, but I think there's going to be a lot of change coming. Um, so if you look at any traditional car today and you look at what's under the bonnet, there's timing belts, there's oil changes, turbos, DPFs, spark plugs, alternators. That's all gone. Um, all you have now is an electric motor, a couple of radiators, that's about it. So the servicing model is really just things like brakes and suspension. Um, that revenue is going to tail off for dealerships. That revenue is going to tail off for manufacturers. And mm. they have to start looking at different ways of, um, I guess, not trying to necessarily claw the money back in a bad way, but to keep their businesses viable. Um, so there's different things coming in now. Uh, you are starting to see the use of subscriptions in cars to enable uh, hardware in the car. So, for example, there's one manufacturer, I'm not going to name names, but they fitted heated seats to the car from the factory by default. But if you want to use them, you sign up to a monthly subscription. (laughs) Um, And I think we're going to have a couple of years of crazy things like that. And I I think ultimately people will push back in it and they'll just want to buy a car and use a car. But there's going to be this flux for a few years where people are trying to figure out ways to make revenue back because EVs are just so reliable and there's no servicing really um, compared to a traditional car. What about this claim that sales are declining? That's a really good question. I know there are some dealers telling people that EVs aren't selling. Um, And I think that's because there's some brands out there that are making EVs that aren't particularly great. But if you look at the guys who are killing it in sales, uh, Hyundai, Kia, they can't make cars fast enough. There's wait lists for them. And they're not even, you know, what you would consider the high-end stuff. But interestingly, if you look at the sales figures for 2023, 
The Tesla Model Y is Europe's best-selling car in the first half of 2023, which Great. is outselling every major brand. It's even outselling, you know, things like the Toyota Corolla. And closer to home, um, according to the SIMI, um, Ireland's EV sales are up 41% year over year. Tesla's an expensive beast, though, you know, and you've got to put charges in and all that. Like, is the expense of buying and owning one coming down? I think there is um, absolutely that perception out there. And I'm, I'm going to be straight up here and I say, you know, EVs are not for everybody. And that's a, a mistake I think some pro-EV people make. Um, you know, some people are okay to change now and some people will need to wait a bit of time until it's more reasonable for them. But one of the things to bear in mind when you look at an EV is because they are cheaper to run and because they are cheaper to service, um, when you look at the monthly repayment and you say, okay, that's another 150, 200 euros more than what a petrol car would cost me. Mm. Bear in mind, you're probably going to spend 150 to 200 euros a month on fuel and you're probably going to spend that money on servicing them. Now, not every car is going to be affordable, but that's changing too. And as time goes on, the batteries are getting cheaper to manufacture. The cars are getting more, I guess, accessible to people. And there'll be more and more used cars on the market. I mean, I bought my EV used. It was three years old when I bought it. And even though I was coming up from a, a 04 car to a 2017, um, the amount of money I was spending every month didn't change because yeah. I was spending that money previously on petrol, and servicing and tax. And on the new car, um, the monthly repayment pretty much came and my cost to top up the car at night is two or three euros. Now, not everybody can top up their car at home, right? And especially people in apartments and people who don't have driveways. But that'll all change in time, too. It's changing time zone. And I just did want to, to go through a few things with you because I know you were in the trade for a long time. Pleasure talking to you. Thanks a lot, mate. No worries. Thanks, PJ. Cheers. Cheers, on. It is a discussion I imagine we'll have many, many more times before every one of us has an electric car. I don't have one yet. Um, I've not even driven one yet uh, people tell me that once you drive one it's simple and you'll love it and you'll never go back but I've not tried an electric yet I've never driven an automatic in my life so and they're all automatic so we'll see, I might soon Corks 96 FM Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.